Hey friends, it's Bill and Danny here with a big announcement. We've launched a Patreon page. For as little as a few dollars per month, you could have access to exclusive content, a chance to win monthly giveaways, an opportunity to join our show, and so much more. It's an incredible way to play a crucial part in the growth of a couple of park hoppers. Head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers now and check out the different subscription tiers and what exclusive benefits you'll receive in return. Once again, that's patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Thank you for your support. And, and we'll, we'll see you there. there. Hey, my name is Bill. And I'm Danny. And we are a, a couple, couple of park hoppers. 2022 is coming to a close and we've had a jam packed year full of notable theme park happenings. We're going to break down the most exciting things that happened in the theme park world over the last 12 months. Let's, Let's hop to it. it. We are back for our last episode of 2022. <sighs> what a year it's been. It 2022. Is, it's just been such a jam-packed year. Now, uh, if you are watching from our Patreon, hello out there. Hello, Thanks. slap hands. I know. It's like the worst high five ever. It's funny. We just talked about how much further away we were last week, and we just inadvertently slapped hands, so maybe we need to move further away. Hey, then you won't be able to see one of hello, us. Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me over there? Is anybody alive out there? <laughs> Titanic reference. Yes, that is a Titanic reference. That's a deep cut right there. Well, thank you if you are watching on Patreon for joining us. We're so excited about what we're going to bring you in 2023. But first, we got to talk about how busy and jam-packed 2022 was. Yeah, shout out to the Patreons, like Danny said, there are patrons that are watching us on video first because you get early access to the video. But shout out to all of you guys who are watching us on YouTube and hit that subscribe button while you're here on YouTube and get that subscriber count up. We have finally eclipsed our thousand plus subscriber we mark and we are it. skyrocketing we to it. the moon, baby. <laughs> We're going there. Uh, I'm, Blast I'm, off. I'm so excited that we met that goal before the end of the year. Me too. Uh, I did want to mention, if you're listening, you're probably thinking, she sounds a little strange. Uh, yes, you do. It's the most wonderful time of the year, which means yeah. everybody and their mom and grandma and their entire family and friends are here. And which means that there's a lot of people and there's probably colds and stuff going around, which... Oh, there's definitely colds and stuff going around. Which apparently uh, something's bugging me. I so. had a little sniffleuffle uh, last week, a sniffleuffagus, if you will. Um, it lasted about two days. No COVID, no nothing. We tested and all that. So no worries there, but... I keep testing and I'm negative, it, so it's it's probably just, yeah. you, you know, a funk. It's that time of year. Yeah. So if I do sound a little bit, you know, funky, I apologize. I'm going to do my best to make sure that I bring the sparkle, Ooh. even if it's a little stuffed up. The stuffy sparkles. <laughs> the stuffy smart sparkle. The stuffy sparkles. Ah, uh, yes, uh, the stuffy sparkles. I, I feel, that's how I feel right yeah, now. Yeah, that's how you sound. <laughs> Daddy, are you okay over there? <laughs> 
I think so. I think I'm going to make it. All right. Well, uh, I'm excited to go through this year because honestly, when we started talking about this, I forgot about some of this stuff like and that was this things. year. And honestly, I feel like that because this has been the longest Christmas ever. For real though. I feel like the last like two months has been like a year. And before that, it was the longest Halloween ever. No, it wasn't yes, the longest Halloween it was. ever. It was even longer. Negative. It was early August through the end of October. It was even longer. Can I tell you my hot take? Okay. My hot take is we should normalize ripping down Christmas decorations on the day after Christmas. Whoa. I love our Christmas tree. I'm not taking that down yet. I love our Christmas tree too, but you always wait till at least little Christmas, which is January 6th. If whoa. If people rip down their Halloween decorations the day after Halloween, we should normalize you're ripping a down monster. I'm already sick. Are you you're, trying to kick me when I'm you're down? A Grinch. <laughs> Yes, I am. I you really, really are a heel. I really relate to the Grinch because he just wanted to like hang out by himself with his dog. But you don't like onions. I mean, we, we I proved like pickles. in a video, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, we proved that the Grinch loves onions. I like pickles. And for any, you of all people should be very, very excited about Christmas season because the Grinch exclaimed in front of dozens of people that you saved it. I did. You saved Christmas. I did, but the other thing is I would rather be hiding on a mountaintop with you and Simba than waiting. Mount like, <laughs> Mount Cumberland? <laughs> sure. Um, but I would rather be hiding out than waiting like four and a half to five hours for a ride like people are right now. That's I mean, just yeah. me. I, I wouldn't go to the parks right now, but I love Christmas. I, I'm just saying, everybody's here and everybody's in line it's for madness. the same thing. It's madness. And I'm just like, uh, no, thank you. But yes, I am a Grinch. I'll take it. I will wear that badge with honor. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's enough out of you. Okay, okay. Well, All right. enough about that. Yeah. Let's, Let's get start to, the to list. break the list. <laughs> Let's the start list. to break down 2022. Oh my goodness. I just wanted to press the button. Are we? <laughs> is that just a one time thing? We can do it after everyone if you want. Yeah, at the beginning of everyone? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right. So, uh, the first thing on our list is Shrek 4D closed on January the 10th. That's crazy that that's almost a year ago that Shrek 4D closed. Because um, I remember. Uh, our, our buddy Steve was down here relatively soon before that, and he and I actually went on Shrek 4D not long before it closed. I think it was maybe just before that, but I had never been on it. That was the first time I'd ever been on it, and the first and only time I'd ever been on it. Okay. Did you ever go on it? I did, but I don't remember it, like, enjoying it. It was rough. It was rough. The movie was really fun. And the 3D, the whole like 3D thing went away, but the 4D was still there. So like the chairs moved, you still got sprayed and all that. But the movement of the chairs, because the whole row moves at the same time, was rough. All the I hydraulics were not new. <laughs> all I remember is like, I feel like I fell asleep during the Shrek 4D. Oh, uh, probably. But I also feel like, I went before we moved here, so I must have gone when we would do like open to close days. So sure, it was like yeah. a nap, 
like opportunity. Right. And not because it wasn't good, just because when you're doing like these 12 hour days, you need a, a moment to close your eyes. Those are rough. 10 out of 10 wouldn't recommend. But uh, yeah, that closed. A lot of people were really nostalgic and sad to see it go. But not really, because that line never had a wait. So people were just sad that it was closing because they knew it was closing. I don't think anybody really had any sort of uh, affinity to it or, sure. or for it. But because it was closing, I think a lot of people were just like, wow, why is it closing? Uh, yeah. And, and it's not really that they're going to miss it. And nobody's really missed it since it closed. So yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. But that closed on January the 10th. It's almost been a the year. beginning of the year. That's, that's crazy. That's wild. And... um. In in uh, our next week's episode, we are going to discuss what's coming in 2023, and we're going to kind of discuss what's coming um, following the uh, reopening of that building that Shrek 4D was once housed in. Wow. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. Sticking with our friends at Sound. Universal. Sound. Sound. Hold on. All right. Yeah. No, that's stick- a Disney sound. <laughs> Sticking with our friends at Universal. Uh, we got the return of the full blown as originally uh, done Mardi Gras. And so I was very, very excited to experience my first Mardi Gras because the year prior, they had all the floats were stationary along the. Uh, the roads in Universal Studios, Florida. Right. And so you could see the floats and they were out and there was characters and, you know, some stilt walkers and stuff like that. But there was no parade. There was no bead tossing. Um, they had the uh, the lanyards, which we sorely miss. Um, oh, my gosh. So much. Um, but Universal Mardi Gras came back in full form this year. And we even got to, as annual pass holders, get up on one of the floats, ride in the parade and toss beads, which was so much fun. That's so wild that that was this year because that feels like a lifetime ago that we got to get on the parade floats and throw beads at people. Right. Now, uh, if we do that again, we'll definitely make a video. We actually, when we did the parade, we wanted to just experience it, um, even though we were allowed to record up there. Now, what was your thought about experiencing the parade and like throwing beads at people? Um. It's ironic that I'm holding a WrestleMania cup from New Orleans um, <laughs> during this this segment here, but I had a lot of fun. Uh, the one thing that they told us that I didn't love because I've thrown beads in parades before in the South Boston St. Patrick's Day parade. I was in that with my work for like Fancy. seven years, <laughs> and I was literally like full on outfielder throwing beads to rooftop windows and like. Like, my arm was sore when this was over. So I was like, oh, this is going to be so much fun. We're chucking beads across a theme park and, like, trying to pick off people that are way further away than I think I can reach. And they were like, do not throw overhand. And I was like, how are we supposed to throw with this gate in front of us? So it was more like you had to, like, reach over the gate and be like, oh, here you go. (laughs) Oh, here you go. Oh. But it was so much fun being in the parade and like kind of being the center of attention and everybody's begging you for beads because everybody loves one cent beads right? for some reason. Well, um, well, but funny, it was a blast. Well, the funny thing about that is I, first off, getting up on that, the top of the parade float <laughs> was so scary. Right. I was like, this is it. This is how it all, this is how it ends. Uh, but we made it up and down. Uh, I think they don't want you to throw like the way that you were describing because of the close proximity of people. Sure. Yeah. And even throwing underhand 
I would still like see somebody and toss. <laughs> and if they weren't paying attention, you'd still like nail them in the face. Get some unsuspecting uh, beads in your face. Yeah. And there were times where I would throw something and I'd be like, oh, oops, sorry about that. Yeah. But it was really fun. As It, were, it was a really cool experience. Uh, I definitely recommend it. And I hope we get to do it again. But I'm so glad we got the full-fledged Mardi Gras experience again, especially with how pretty it is. Yeah. Except for those outfits we had to wear. <laughs> Ugh. I was like, I, I was like, I'm so excited you to wear. You were so mad. <laughs> I was like, as long as they don't give us yellow or gold, I don't even wear gold jewelry because I don't like it. And what did they give us? Right. The yellowest gold that they could give us. I was like, boo. Yeah, that was that was definitely the noises you're making. It was it was still fun. It was still fun. It was it was. <laughs> it's funny when we were going back last night and finalizing our list here of what we wanted to touch on of notable things that happened in 2022 there was a lot of things that we were coming up with that weren't this year and like the uh debut of genie plus was in october of last year like okay it's crazy to think that that was over a year ago that genie plus started i was like that i was like oh that was definitely 2022 but definitely wasn't (laughs) i feel like the only thing that i can compare it to is like not to get biblical, but in the Bible, how they always say like before Christ and after Christ. Yeah. It feels like before COVID and after COVID. <laughs> For real, BC. Yeah, like BC, <laughs> AC. Like it just feels like for some reason when I think about like pre-COVID, it feels like a totally different world. Yeah. And then when I think about after COVID, the way it came back, like so different so terrifying like and strange and when there were like five percent of people in the parks that feels like a lifetime ago but it was like just in 2020 right so yeah i i I feel like from after the pandemic to now Uh it's all blur (laughs) yeah seriously um but yeah, let's let's keep going down our list. We've got a nice long list to cover here. We're going to kind of touch on each item as we go. But the next notable item... Oh, the sound. Ding oh, dong. Hold on. There you go. Thank you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna, if my phone would reach over there for you to play it, I would just give it to you. But I Aww. can't. Um, all right. So the next item on our list in order of things that happened in 2022, notable things that happened in 2022, was SeaWorld debuted a brand new roller coaster on February 20th, five days before yours truly's birthday. Yes, indeed. Um, And it was the Icebreaker coaster. And when this coaster was going up, it looked incredibly underwhelming. And because it's little, it's very small. It covers almost it covers almost no area whatsoever. Right. It's basically between it's in the area. If you know SeaWorld, it's along the water in between the Orca Encounter Show and the uh, uh, stadium. Uh, I can't remember the name of the stadium. Dolphin Stadium. No, it's not Dolphin Stadium. Bayside Stadium. Bayside Stadium. It's between the Orca Encounter and the Bayside Stadium. It's kind of right along the water in that little space right there. Yes. But man, when we got to ride it during the Passholder preview, that ride packs a little punch. And the amount of airtime you get is shocking. Yeah, my butt was off the seat quite a bit. Yeah. And for that ride, we went on it just because new roller coaster. We check out things and report back to you guys and let you guys know how we liked it. And we got to ride it a couple of times, uh, and I was 
definitely surprised at how much coaster they fit in such a small space. Yeah, so there's not a ton of track, but it utilizes the track. Some parts of it uses two or three different times. Right. So basically how it works is you load in and then you literally go sideways onto the track. Right. And then you go forward, back, forward, back, and then forward through the rest of the ride. Right. So what looks like a little bit of track actually is a decently long ride. Um, But the way that the restraints are set up is that they there's like a pull down lap bar, but there's these two almost like seat belt type things yeah, that go over belt. your shoulders, but they're not like gripping you into the seat. So when you do get airtime, you get airtime because yeah. you're coming off the seat, but you're obviously still fully restrained in the chair. Yeah, especially when you do like the twists. Yeah. It's it's a little bit shocking. Yeah. I honestly think that uh icebreaker is an awesome addition to SeaWorld. Totally. And uh They've got more coasters the first coming of up. Many. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that people very much underestimate what SeaWorld Orlando has to offer. It is the coaster capital of Orlando. Yeah. They've been winning a lot of there's, awards there's this year. There's a lot of coasters there. We've got Icebreaker, we've got Mako, Manta, Kraken. Uh, what am I missing? Uh, there's one more, I think. I could be wrong. I, I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm trying to remember. But I was going to say SeaWorld also won um, the uh, the best Christmas celebration yeah. in Orlando. Like we've been telling you all along. Yeah. Everybody agreed. That I'm trying SeaWorld to remember if it was America or Orlando. I think it was in America. I was, Theme park. Uh, and I'm I, not sure. I'm pretty sure. It uh, is the best regardless of what we're talking about. Yeah. So don't underestimate SeaWorld and go on their roller coasters. You'll like them. But I'm... Uh, Again, I'm so excited for the next coasters that SeaWorld has to offer. But we're not going to talk about that right now. We're That's going to move week. on to our next one. Our next uh, notable thing that happened in 2022, Galactic Star Cruiser opened on March the 1st. Uh, how do you feel about Galactic Star Cruiser opening this year? Personally, I'm indifferent because I was never going to go on it unless they drastically like slash the prices because when it first debuted the voyages quote unquote uh were ranging anywhere between four and six thousand dollars for two nights which is crazy yeah um but from people that i know that have been on it they said it was an amazing experience but me personally i just can't justify the cost of that you know if you're looking at 1500 or 2000 maybe for this epic experience, because your food's included and all that kind of stuff, when it's more comparable price to an actual cruise, because that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a cruise liner in space. Sure. When it gets down to that point, and it's comparable to like a Disney cruise or a Carnival cruise or one of those you know cruise liners, when the price gets down to that point, I may consider doing it, but not at the price point it's at right now. And I think... That super high price point turned a lot of people off of not not only doing it, but the idea of the whole thing. Yeah. So for me, I feel like everything we were anticipating for Galaxy's Edge is behind the paywall that is the Galactic yeah. Star Cruiser. Yep. Like seeing droids everywhere. Now, I do think the choose your own adventure thing is kind of cool, but I feel like the way my brain works, it would stress me out that I'd be sure. like, 
what am I missing? I'm yeah. going to miss something. <laughs> and I, I spent all this money. Right. But... Uh, what if you wanted to be a Jedi and you got to the dark side and it's like, do I have to do this again? Story of my life. <laughs> Want to be a Jedi. Ended up on the dark side. Yeah, yeah. She definitely did. I'm sorry about that. You're welcome. <laughs> but uh, I, I do think that the people who have done it really enjoy it. I just, I don't really know much about it because we haven't been able to even visit. Yeah. And soon, hopefully, we'll get to the point where, you know, we get invited out for those kind of things and, you know, do the media previews and all right. that and be able to go see that stuff in person. But we're not quite there yet. But with your help, we can be. If you subscribe, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, uh, go to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers, uh, help us, you know, help support us in any way possible. You can support us for as little as $3 a month, which is less than a cup of any coffee places coffee. So... Uh, greatly appreciate uh, a little bit of support out there. Um, let us uh, or help us achieve our dreams. Yes, um, 2023 is going to be a big year for us. And uh, yeah, it'd be great if we could get invited out to show you guys all these things. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to the next note. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opens on May 27th. This if I had to rank this list, this would be my number one. Yeah. This is the greatest ride that Disney has ever made. Right. It is an amazing roller coaster. The soundtrack, fingers crossed, it comes back and we can eventually get Congo. Oh, my goodness. Um, the soundtrack is amazing. Even the little Christmas doohickey song that they, that they run, created. Run, run, rocket. Was fun. Uh, but the ride itself is next level spectacular. If you haven't been on it yet, it is roller, rock and roller coaster meets Space Mountain be, meets the smoothest of Seven Dwarves Mine Train. All had a big baby and it's a big, beautiful baby. <laughs> it's just the coolest ride ever. So smooth. Um, I, I, I really feel bad for the folks who have any issues with the motion sickness or anything like that because they can't experience yeah. this ride. I would say even if you have issues with that kind of stuff, if you want to, try it, and then you'll know. You don't miss out if you feel like you could possibly try it. Yeah. Give it a whirl, and if you feel like crap, then you know, you'll get over it in an hour. Um, just... Just try it if you can, because it is the greatest thing that Disney's never made. One thing I've heard is that if people already know that they, uh, you know, that they get motion sick, yeah. that to take Dramamine sure. before. I Jesus mean, passed a Dramamine. <laughs> you guys know yourselves. You know a, yourselves. All I'm the just going to bust out all the socks. <laughs> but the ride is absolutely worth it to try it if you've never been on it. Um, it is, without a doubt, the best ride in my opinion in Orlando and with the songs that continually change the rewritability is amazing uh and and right now there's only one song but it's just for a limited time not so, much longer I would imagine yeah I'm just curious what songs are going to come back because I would imagine the original six are going to come back I would love that. I'd be, be shocked if they licensed six more songs. Because I'm slightly convinced that Congo doesn't exist. <laughs> it's so funny because we've I've probably been on it about 30 times at this point, and you're slightly less than me. And neither one of us have gotten Gloria Estefan's oh, yeah, Conga. Yeah, yeah. And it's the, the one out of the six songs that we have not been able to get. 
And I love all the other songs, writing to those songs, but we just want to complete our list. And if it doesn't come back, I'm going to be really sad. So make it come back, Disney. Make it come back. The one song that we can never get is Conga. I think that your like anti-conga attitude prevented us from it frankly i'm okay with never getting it Stop i just i just, just want to get it to get it stop saying that it's definitely the worst we're of the never six. gonna get it we need to manifest <laughs> that we're gonna get conga it's definitely the worst of the six songs can you at least admit that no because i've never written to it just in general it's the worst of the six songs no yes it's i i can't say that to a song i've never written the ride to I'm not talking about writing the ride. I'm just saying, in general, the song is not as good as the other five. That was like the that was like the song I wanted from the beginning. You, I don't like that song. Oh my gosh, what a hater on conga! But I, I digress. I digress. We're happy that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is here and here to stay. I was just about to play part of the song, and then I was like, "Wait, no! Our YouTube channel is monetized now." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you it. to everybody who subscribed. By the way. Greatly, greatly appreciate that. Yes. But yes, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, the best ride that Disney's ever made. Um, we'll see in the spring when Tron opens at Magic Kingdom. Um, we don't have a date for that yet, but we'll see when that opens, if it's anything comparable to Guardians. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited to uh, get on the new stuff that Disney keeps building. All right. Finding Nemo. Oh. oh. Thank you. You're so annoying. <laughs> You have to do it. <laughs> um, Finding Nemo, uh, the big blue and beyond show, opened at Disney's Animal Kingdom on June 13th. That show was gone since pre-COVID, hadn't come back, and yes. came back in an all-new, more, a little bit more condensed, but beautifully uh, produced version of the show. And so yeah. I personally have not seen it in person yet. Oh, that's right. You haven't. You went and saw it. You filmed it. And I've watched the video that you filmed. And it looks great. Um, but very exciting to have that option back at, at Disney's Animal Kingdom because it is a people eater. There's, you know, a thousand, you know, 1,500 seats or whatever it is in that theater that can take the, that amount of people in at any time and take them out of the park or take them out of line. So the more stuff to do in each of these parks, the better all the line lengths are going to be. Yeah, they sharpened up everything in the show. Um, they also took out all the scary, quote unquote, parts. So like when Dory gets... Shark bait. <laughs> well, that's not the scary part. I mean, like when Dory gets like shocked by the jellyfish <laughs> and she like, we think she's dead. Uh, that is like stuff like that was taken out. So I do think that they made it a little bit more friendly for all ages. Sure. Just because like little kids, like they get really scared about that kind of stuff. Right. But uh, I know a lot of people were excited to see that show come back. And technically it's a brand new show with all new effects. The screens that they have up in the back are crystal clear. So that adds a whole nother level of the show that I think is underappreciated makes the show so much more immersive it definitely adds to it for sure yeah compared to what the old show used to look like it definitely adds more of an experience and more of an atmosphere than there was before yeah so that's back and it's another like you said great show and great people eater uh that was sorely missed from Animal Kingdom. So we're happy to see that back. Oh, yeah. And yeah, June 24th was the re-debut of the Hoopty Day Review over at the Fort Wilderness. 
campgrounds over at Pioneer Hall. Yes, it was. Yes, and we have not been yet, but I am going in February. You might be going in February with some of our friends that are visiting. We are unsure of that yet, but I'm going to check it out for the first time. Cannot wait. I've heard nothing but amazing things about the show and the and the, and the dinner and the the fried chicken and the and the barbecue and the beer and all that stuff. And I can't wait to have a root and toot and good time. I mean, I'm kind of indifferent because I've never been, uh, but I also really wanted to go when it reopened because uh, I wanted to shoot a video for yeah. for all of our friends out sure. there, and uh, we just couldn't get a reservation, and I I was really sad about that. Uh, the only reason I'm not sure about going is because some of the food on the menu, I'm picky like a five-year-old and... I don't eat, love ribs, and that seems to be like one of the main things. So we'll see. We'll see. But if not, we'll definitely have you report back because that was one thing people were very excited had returned because... It's a classic Disney night out. It's been here for so long. So long. Uh, it's For some people, it's very nostalgic and a must-do. So uh, Hoop-dee-doo review uh, returned uh, June 24th. Man, we're already halfway through the year. Crazy, right? Man. All right. Well, people are glad to have that back, and we're excited to see it back. Well, finally, this sound is fitting for our next one. Magic Band Plus debuted on July 27th. So Magic Band Plus uh, debuted, and uh, I'm not quite sure what to say about Magic Band Plus because it debuted and uh, a lot of people really enjoy uh, Magic Band Plus. I really like it mostly because of... Discounts? <laughs> no, because of the interaction in the parks. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's cool to a point. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that they do a lot more with it in the future. Um, aside from, you know frantically waving your wrist in front of the 50th anniversary statues or uh, glancing down during a nighttime spectacular at your wrist, which doesn't seem like the best idea when you're trying to watch the show. But I love the thought of it. I mean, it's really cool. The only, like the major, the only major issue I really have with the bands themselves is the battery life is horrible. It's horrible. You have to charge it every single time you use it or else it's not going to work properly. Right. Uh, there was one night where, when we got engaged, I, wo- <gasps> I wore my, it was one night when we got engaged, no big deal. Um, <laughs> I wore my Magic Band Plus to Fantasmic, and I was looking down and saw it was really cool. And then I was actually going to uh, something in the park the next day, and my it was dead. Like, it wasn't working. Yeah. And so it just for something that costs what it costs, which are generally somewhere between thirty nine and forty nine dollars, is pretty pricey for a little thing you throw on your wrist. And for the battery life to be so for the lack of a better term, cruddy, uh, it's not great. I think that you're supposed to turn it off and on. Oh even worse. I but I don't know. And I haven't cared enough to figure it out. Yeah, right. Just some of the designs were cool. You know, we had some discounts that we could use uh, to get them not full price, which was nice. But I, I personally wouldn't pay full price for a Magic Band Plus. Yeah. But, I mean, it's fun when it dances to, like, harmonious 
it's cool that it interacts with the statues. Right. Uh, I just honestly haven't used it enough yeah. to Inter- really have like an opinion about it. It interacts with the Play Disney app, so you can actually collect, quote unquote, the statues around the parks. Um, you can actually use it in uh, Galaxy's Edge as well. It, it interacts with the, with the land and all the data pads and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I really haven't explored much of that, but I wish it would do more. And hopefully there's going to be things implemented throughout the park. Um, once the 50th is over and those, I don't know if those statues are staying or not. I would guess they're going. I, I have no idea, but that's 50 less things you can do with a magic band. <laughs> Plus, what if those go away? That's so, true. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, Magic Band Plus just, I, I mean, it just recently debuted. So my hope is that we see it implemented more in the parks. And gets better. But it's kind of cool that it's here yeah. and available. It's fun. So the designs yeah. are better than original magic bands. Yeah. All right. So. All right. Next on our list, the highly anticipated Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party returned from August to October. Yes. So Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party returned this year in its original form with all the entertainment that was there prior to COVID, like the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular. Spectacular. The, uh, God, I can't, there's so many different similar show names. There's the uh, uh, Boo to You Halloween Parade. I love that. And then there's the uh, Mickey's. Are you trying to think of the parade? The, the fireworks yeah. name? I, can, uh, I, I can't think the of The Jack it. Skellington one. <laughs> um, that came back in its you know full original. I remember form. the name of it. It Here, doesn't matter. At this here's point. the most important note about this: the reason that the parties were able to come back in their normal like offering is because things like character meet and greets came back, parades came back. Yep. Uh, instead of just being cavalcades, uh, fireworks came back. Mm-hmm. So all of those are just very very important to note that. Not only were they very much missed from the parks, but without having those offerings, you can't really offer the party as it's intended to be experienced. It was Disney's not-so-spooky spectacular. Did you just remember that? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Um, But yes, but prior to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party coming back, we got uh, the uh, villains, not not villains after hours, because that was canceled. Uh, the after hours party that they had. Right. Uh, the boobash. Like, boobash, yes. Boobash. Um, so that was something that was a very toned down version of the Halloween party. Right. That was there in 2021. But this year in 2022, the OG, the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, came back in its full form with all the entertainment and the trick or treating and the character meet and greets and just the ambiance and the the seven to twelve instead of nine to twelve uh, party. Uh, so it was it was super fun to to be able to go to that again and see my favorite stage show with the Sanderson sisters and all the villains and it's just it's it was so great to see that back and in 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 its full form. You do love the Sanderson sisters. I do. I do. They're the best. Okay. They're the best, especially in the parks. They're the best. Okay. But we got to see the one of the best parades, the Boo Parade. That garbage stage show at the Christmas party with Clarabel Bo- Cow blah, blah, and the texting. Blah. Can we just talk about the, the <laughs> Boo Parade was back and yes. that was very much missed? Very much so. One thing I do want to mention is when we went to the parties, one thing that felt very trippy was seeing the cavalcade floats 
in the full parade after yeah. going through COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So seeing the the villains floats in the parade and and uh, some of the other ones, it was just it was really great to see them all back in together. Yeah. Rather than randomly, separately, and distanced. Yeah. But overall, like getting to go to the Halloween party again was amazing. Mm -hmm. So we're so glad that that's back just in its complete, wonderful, spooky form. Yeah. All right. So Magic Band. All right. Next, Enchantment has a new opening as of August 23rd. 10 months, 23 days, too late. (laughs) 10 months. And 23 days too late, did we get the opening or the part of Disney Enchantment that everyone wanted from the beginning to make it feel like an anniversary for the theme park that is Walt Disney World? On on August 23rd, they added about a three-minute segment sort of explaining why or who they were talking to when the show keeps telling us, you are the magic. And nobody, and a lot of people thought maybe it was like an ode to cast members, which I never thought was the case. Uh, because why would that be a nightly show at Magic Kingdom? It seems kind of silly. Uh, it, that's like a that's like a, one, a thing you do at like the cast like year celebration. You know, people who are there for like 20, 25, 30 years. That's when you do the you are the magic thing sure. if it's for the cast members. But I don't think that was the case at all. I don't think they had any idea what that meant. But... God, the Imagineers put their brains together, and August 23rd, they debuted this wonderful two-and-a-half to three-minute opening, which showcased some of the things at Walt Disney World, showcased Walt, showcased the Florida Project, which turned into Walt Disney World, showcased Roy Disney, which was amazing because Walt died five years before Walt Disney World opened. Yeah. Roy opened the park down here. Roy right. carried on his brother's legacies. So to see Roy... Uh, immortalized in a fireworks show was really cool. And then right before the actual show started, Mickey Mouse showed up and he was like, you are the magic because you are here and you bring everything nice to us and blah, 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 blah. And it was, it was great. It was a A plus two and a half minutes at the beginning of the show. And that was everything that show needed to feel like a 50th anniversary show. 10 months, 23 days too late. Uh, I think you're giving the opening and closing way too much credit. I don't think that anyone would have had a problem or nearly as big of a problem with enchantment if that was there all along. But if you have a sandwich and the bread is good, but the burger is burned, you're still not going to be happy with the sandwich. The middle has to be good, too. Sure, but that's a heck of a lot better than getting just the burnt. Uh, thanks for throwing cheese on the burger, Disney. We really appreciate it. Everything's better with cheese. Here, I mean, you're not wrong. But here's the thing about that. Enchantment never should have been released without what they added. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. It also is like widely known. That like, you hate enchantment. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> I do hate enchantment. There's a hilarious meme. Maybe we'll post it at some point. Of me? Uh, of that one of our friends made of her, where it's it's her doing this angry face on Splash Mountain, and she's just like, ah. It wasn't an angry face. I don't I don't think. I think it was just like making a face. And somebody put the enchantment logo above her head, and it looks really funny. So, But I, I'm glad they changed it. I just think that they knew and acknowledged how 
unsatisfactory yeah, that fireworks show is yep. by adding that. And I think it's worth noting that at least in my memory, no large changes to a fireworks show like that have ever been made. Not that I know of. So uh, take that little tidbit. <laughs> and uh, sassy. And guess what? We're almost done with enchantment. Y'all ready to party after that? Because I am. We still don't know what's <laughs> coming, so don't get too excited. You know what? I don't care. Because I still don't love the wording that the happily ever after anthem is coming back and not the show. Okay, here's here's what I think. They know what they did. They know the mess they made. They know they can't mess this up again. Be careful, you might start coughing again. Sorry. Don't don't get angry. I'm not going to get angry. <laughs> I'm just stating something that I think I honestly think that they are aware of what people thought about the fireworks show. Absolutely there. Even if people just thought Meh, you don't want that for your 50th anniversary celebration. No, you don't. So I think that they are going to take all of those things into consideration when creating the new fireworks spectacular. It's probably probably already done, mm. right? No, probably not. Oh. But we'll see. Okay. Well, uh, in oh, hopefully April 1st. <laughs> I will say, though, that the, uh, the addition that uh, to Enchantment on August 23rd made the show feel more tolerable yeah you know be the ultimate hilarious thing is if the 50th what? anniversary ends on march 31st and they're like that's the end of enchantment and then enchantment happens on april 1st it's the greatest april fool's joke of all time you want to see my head explode <laughs> what if it starts like dun 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 and there's like a record scratch it's like <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> No, I How amazing would that be? You know when a cartoon, when a cartoon character's head explodes and they're just left with a little like neck smoking? Yeah. That would be me. That would be you. <laughs> Blast off. Oh my gosh. It's, it, even just you doing the beginning of Enchantment, I'm like, ugh, it's my ick. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's move on. I remembered that time. Uh, we are jumping back over to our friends at Universal, where Halloween Horror Nights, or Halloween Horror Nights, return to normal at Universal Studios Florida. Uh, opened on September 2nd, closed on October 31st, as it always does, uh, which was shockingly not nearly as busy as I thought it would be on October 31st. And they brought back uh, Nightmare Fuel. They did. The sexy leather chain show. <laughs> fire show that was a great show <laughs> it was good i will say one thing that always shocks me is watching the show and then seeing kids watching it oh my god i know i'm like it's a very adult oriented show i'm like uh your kids are watching that lady but then again that whole walk. event is adult oriented no but like there'll i remember specifically last time there was a kid and he was like watching like huh and there's a lady walking three guys on leather leashes across the stage. And I was like, I wonder what kind of questions he's going to have after this. And that was the day that little Johnny's life changed forever. Apparently. <laughs> but yeah, Halloween Horror Nights returned in its full glory. Uh, I think they did a fantastic job of really making the scare zones feel back to normal. The houses felt great. Yeah. No plexiglass. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, overall, I would, I would say I only have one bugaboo about Halloween Horror Nights. What's that? 
And that's that Stranger Things yeah. was not one of the houses. That was such a bummer because this season was awesome. How awesome would a house with a Vecna be? Oh, my gosh. And here, running up that hill, or the clock sound, like when you walk <clears> into the house. <throat> I mean, there's so much cool stuff they could have done with that <clears throat> season. And I really hope that we see it in the future. Yeah, maybe next year, especially if Stranger Things season five, we don't know when that's coming out, but if that's coming out anytime after Halloween Horror Nights, maybe they'll put season four in a in a house, more of like a building anticipation for season five. Also, if you're from Universal, I would like to make my official request. <gasps> Please make a Violet Night Halloween <laughs> Horror House because nothing would be more amazing than watching uh, Santa hold stab. On, hold on, a Violet Night what? Violet Night Halloween Horror House? Is that what I you said? I thought you said Halloween Horror House. I was like, what? I mean, you know, whatever y'all want to do. <laughs> the Halloween Horror House is the... <laughs> <sighs> I, that's definitely not what I, I don't think I said. I think I'm just still stuffed up. Yeah. But imagine you're, Violet you're Night as a, uh, a haunted house. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Or see it when it's on whatever streaming service it's going to be on. But David Harbour is amazing as Santa Claus in a very um, funny yet violent movie. And magical. It's very like, yeah. uh, like there's a lot of magic tied to that movie. It is very NSFW. So don't let the kiddos watch it. Also, the violence is rowdy. Yes. So if like you get kind of cringy about that kind of stuff. Don't watch it. Well, just be prepared to shut your eyes sometimes. <sighs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. <clears throat> All right, but yeah, Halloween Horror Nights returned in full form. We were very, very excited about that. All the I think it was ten houses this year, um, five scare zones, all the fun stuff, crowds. <laughs> you know, it was it was a blast to see it back, and hopefully, it's back and here to stay for good. Also, hot tip: Yo, if you like Halloween Horror Nights merch. Go on Halloween because the merch was, yeah. what, 75% off? A lot off? of it was 70 to 75% off. So if that's something that you like, uh, I would definitely go on that last night. It was fun to close out the year. It and was. I think I would do that again. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of closing. <laughs> <laughs> Did not last very long at Disney's Animal Kingdom. You know, it... Um, if you will, you know, it's very appropriate that this show very much so crashed and burned yeah. <laughs> after a very, very short run of Disney Anim- Disney's Animal Kingdom. That was a Kite Tales. Woo. I really liked Kite Tales. Ugh. You did? I did. Ugh. I thought it was so much fun. The thing about Kite Tales was it was so ridiculous. It was fun to watch. The one thing that they did not have going for them with Kite Tales is that the place where Kite Tales is supposed to be watched is the old, what is it? Rivers Rivers of of Light. Light Seating. Rivers of Light is meant to be watched at night when it's cooler. And if you're watching Kite Tales, you're watching it during the day. You're watching it from an oven. So both or multiple times when I watched it, I was overheating a lot yeah um and i think the first time i recorded it my phone actually shut off from being in direct (laughs) sunlight yeah here here here's my thoughts on kite tails the show was a disaster uh the kites didn't look great the the show had no form 
or choreography like okay. whatsoever. And I understand it's very difficult to do with kites. There's so many different, you know, wind speeds and, you know, the jet skis have to be in sync. But, like, it never felt like the show flowed properly. It just, things just flew around. The music ended. And a lot of times the balloon came crashing down, you know, 20 seconds after the music ended. And it was like, that feels not planned well. And so Kite Tales, for me, was a huge flop. I'm glad it's gone. I don't see any reason for it to come back in any way, shape, or form. Um, Next week's episode, I'm going to go over something that I hope happens in that area in the water. Okay. Um, But we're going to leave that as a teasy tease for you. Yeah, we're going to leave that. But I really, I, I thought it was fun. And I think that it just, there were too many factors that made it go away before the end of the 50th. Yep. But I I watched a kite rip one day, so that was fun. Which one was it? (laughs) It was Baloo. Oh, poor bear. I was watching him and he caught a branch. Oh, no. And got a giant gash in his side and went right down. Here's the thing, though. How much fun was it to watch those kites, like, crash land? For 10 seconds. It was fun. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so that closed on September 30th for good, most likely, and probably won't be coming back. But our last five items on our list are very, very exciting that happened in 2022. And let's get to the next one right now. Phantasmic returns November the 3rd. <laughs> So we've been waiting for Fantasmic to return for quite a while. You've been waiting. So I didn't realize you had been waiting for my God for this reason. <laughs> this damn show. I can't believe it took so long to come back. Like I was, I was borderline coming up with other ideas. It was never going to get better than that, and that's why I really wanted to wait. And I had to talk myself out of doing other things. Yeah, and other people talking me out of things too. I just missed the show because yeah. it was so special to us. I didn't know right. that you were. Uh, I mean, it's the only place planning on, to get down on one knee. <laughs> it's the only place on Disney property where there where you can see both our favorite characters in the same thing. Right. Sor- Sorcerer Mickey is mine. Steamboat Willie is yours. Yes. And Fantastic has always been probably our favorite show. So having that gone for the two and a half years that it was gone is crazy to me. Yeah. Crazy. Well, a couple things that I do want to mention about the return of Fantasmic. First off, everything got cleaned up and was shiny and new. Yeah. Like uh, the fountains, the lights, the sound system. The other day when we walked into the park, (laughs) it was like crystal clear from the parking lot. Yeah, you could hear literally walking from the parking lot to security. You could hear it loud and clear. Right. Out in the parking lot. So that was that was really cool. Um, but yeah, they did not spare any expense. The costumes all look new. Like, all the characters look fantastic. Everything the lights, was the lasers. Like you name it, everything looks wonderful. This this wasn't a this wasn't a um a case where it was closer to two and a half years and they didn't have staffing and couldn't bring it back and then just brought it back as is. The show has completely changed. They did it justice. They did. They did. They worked a ton while it was closed. Um, like Danny said, all the refurbs, the new effects, the the new sound system, the new lighting, uh, the new scenes that 
so got rid of the old Pocahontas scene, and we kept a little Pocahontas in there, but that's all we need, oh, un poco Pocahontas, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and so now instead of just Pocahontas, we have Pocahontas, Aladdin, Mulan, Frozen 2, Frozen 2 and Moana. Yeah, amazing. So if you haven't seen it, watch the video on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers, hit that subscribe button, keep that follower count growing yes so we're very happy that phantasmic is back uh i think we were gonna try to go the other day but with the cold spell i was worried about getting sick we almost wore onesies to phantasmic (laughs) that's what i wanted to do that would have been fun maybe if it gets cold again we'll do that it's supposed to get cool again but welcome back phantasmic and thank you for giving us the perfect stage to kick off our engagement. Yes, sir. Bob. Bob. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna seamlessly transition into the next one, but then I forgot there was another one. But let's skip it for now. Um, yes, sir. Bob, November 20th. One Mr. King Bob! <laughs> oh my gosh. King Bob. Bob Iger is back as the chief executive officer of the Walt Disney Company. He is. Dad's very, back. <laughs> very exciting. Um moment and shocking honestly um when i saw that news that was first broken by i can't remember his name from the new york times but also scott gustin who's a uh, a theme park reporter uh when i saw that pop up my on my phone while we were driving i had like an out of body reaction i was just like holy crap holy crap yeah holy crap because bob chapek had just been extended like months ago like for, for years he had just signed another deal for two or three years, and then all of a sudden, we got this alert that Bob Iger was back, and then we got an email from Bob Iger saying, hey, I'm back. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is this happening so fast? And then all the news came out. We're not going to dive into that, and you know, the man's going to enjoy his millions away from the Walt Disney Company, but having Bob Iger back did bring a positivity that we hadn't seen in a long time, Right. even though he didn't directly do anything that we know of yet to, um, I guess, solidify that positivity. But just having him back in charge brought back that feeling that you felt prior to COVID. Overall, having him return felt like it was a shift within the company uh, and more than just in leadership. Right. And so it was what was desperately needed. And I do think that... um, Overall, people are very excited to see him return. I almost imagine that he went in and was like, you better get that train running before the end of the year. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> because that train wasn't open the entire year. I feel like that was his first thing. That, he like went in and was like... That train wasn't open in almost five years. Yeah. And I'm sure there was lots of other stuff he already has started doing, but that that happened almost directly after. Yeah. But, but a oh, month later. But overall, the feeling of him being back is just overall extremely positive, and we like positive things. So welcome back, Bob Iger. Welcome back, King Bob. All right, so on to the next one. The Christmas party returns um, this year in its full form from November to December. Now, this was great because... You don't have to have the after hours party for Christmas, which the after hours party was a great option, but it felt like it was missing a lot of the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Yep. A lot of the uh, stage shows, the, the stage show wasn't there. 
the parade wasn't there. It just didn't feel like anything really. And having all that stuff back, whether it's the stage show or the fireworks or even the hot chocolate and the cookies and, you know, just the treats. It was just, it was really nice to have the full-blown Christmas party back and even the snope on Main Street as the parade was going by. Yeah. One other thing that they added this year, they gave us a Christmas ornament and, a, nice. and a lithograph. Yes. That's how you say it, right? Yep. Lithograph. An art piece, essentially. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was a really nice touch that I don't believe we used to get. No. And there's been a lot of those this year. You can see some of them behind us. This was from October 1st. The uh, 50th anniversary started. And then we had a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party one. Um, there was a uh, Christmas, Christmas one. party one that's somewhere around here. It's yep, over right here. Over there. Yep. Um, so it's been a nice little touch to get you know that artwork as you're leaving the park. It's uh, it's a nice little. It's probably doesn't cost much, but it's nice to get something to commemorate. commemorate. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> very very excited that the Christmas party is back. Seemingly from here forward. Hopefully there'll be some tweaks here and there, like that horrendous stage show. I I was gonna say. I like the stage show. It's like, cute at points. I very much prefer to have like the Fab Five on stage rather than like the Halloween show. Sure, yeah. I'm not really like big on. Uh, but the one thing is, can we not have Clarabelle Cow sing <laughs> like, Mariah Carey? That was. Or the, that's weir- a lot. the weird like cell phone song. Yeah, everybody's taking selfies and like. Hey Donald, where are you? I'm gonna text you while you're definitely driving to the show. It's like we shouldn't be promoting that. It's 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 weird. I think that whoever wrote the stage show also wrote Enchantment. Ew. Okay. Maybe. And mic drop. Anyway, on to the next thing. We're so excited. <laughs> the great movie escape opened over at Universal on City Walk on December the 9th. I am very, very excited about trying this at some point. Um, it is a universal escape experience. It's not an escape room because there are several rooms. I believe seven or eight in each one. But there are escape experiences that are themed after Jurassic World and Back to the Future. And it's, this is located at City Walk at Universal Studios, Florida. Yes. And we're very, very um, intrigued by the idea of a universal budget escape room. Um, and the fact that it's one of them is themed after Jurassic World, which is my, you know, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World is my all-time favorite movie franchise. Good boy, Rexy. <laughs> um, I'm very, very intrigued by that. It is a little bit on the pricey side, but in comparison to most escape rooms, it's really not that much more expensive. I didn't realize how much escape rooms cost because I always get mine on Groupon. Sure. So I was when you told me how much it cost, I which is they start at forty nine dollars per person, but if you were to get a group of eight, your group of eight would cost three hundred dollars, which comes out to about thirty seven fifty a person, which is a pretty good deal. Yeah, and you get to do one or both. Do you one. know one? Yep. Okay. I mean, I, that's still a great deal because it's a great experience. And so you're paying for a premiere experience. So I'm excited to see what that's really about. Yeah. We just haven't had a chance to because it just opened on December 9th. And we figured we'd let the crowds die down and, you know, kind of let the hype die down a little bit before we get over there and try that. But I definitely want to get a group of eight together and go 
have some fun. And potentially we might do it for like for your birthday or something yeah. that's coming up. That'd I know you cool. mentioned that. That'd be awesome. I mean, you know, we used to, when we were younger, go out and party on our birthdays. Now we're going to go party at an escape and experience. Ooh. I think that would be perfect, but we'll see. We'll let you guys know what we plan so yeah. that uh, we you guys can be excited to hear about our experience. Exactly. And so the last thing that we have on our list, we hit the sound real quick, is the most recent event that happened just a few days ago on December 23rd, the grand reopening of the Walt Disney World Railroad at Magic Kingdom. And we referenced earlier in this episode that it was down for nearly five years during the construction of Tron Light Cycle Run. Yes. uh, Which broke ground, I believe, in 2017 or 2018. So it's been gone literally the entire time that you and I have lived here. Right. And I love that they got the Walt Disney World Railroad open right like at the buzzer right before the end of the year. And I think that it was really good for to have people be able to do something else while they're visiting the parks. Uh, it's a very, very busy time at the parks right now. And I think that the sound of the train going around Magic Kingdom, Kingdom was just so sorely missed. Um, the new, uh, what did you call it? It's not a voiceover. It's uh, the new narration. narration. Yep. It's fantastic. And I haven't gotten to ride it yet, but I'm looking forward to being able to ride the train in Next 2023. Year. Yeah. But I like to think that there's only one person to thank for the train returning early. <laughs> I, I think that's what he did first. I think he showed up and was like, get the train started. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that uh, does it for our list for notable things that happened in 2022. You want to run down those things again real quick? We don't have to go the dates or anything like that. But sure. Let's start from the top from January to December. What we just covered so you can remember the 17 notable things that we uh, just went over for this episode. So the first one was... Shrek 4D closed January 10th. Uh, Mardi Gras Universal returned in full form. SeaWorld Icebreaker, February 20th. Galactic Star Cruiser opened on March 1st. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opened on May the 27th. Finding Nemo, Big Blue and Beyond opened on June 13th. Hoop Dee Review returned on June 24th. Magic Band Plus debuted on July 27th. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party returned um, this year. Uh, Enchantment's new opening segment opened on August 23rd. Halloween Horror Nights returned to normal this year for 2022. Uh, Kite Tales Rest in Peace, <laughs> September 30th. Fantasmic returned on November the the third christmas parties returned in full force november and december bob Iger or king bob returned on november the 20th uh great movie escape opened on december 9th at universal and the return of walt disney world railroad um surprised us on december the 23rd to wrap up the year there was an announcement on december 24th Second, that it would be opening this holiday season. And then out of nowhere, there was cast previews on the 22nd. If you were working at Magic Kingdom that day, you could literally go ride the railroad. And then they were like, the next day at 10 o'clock, railroad's open. Hooray. 
So yeah. it, it was wonderful to see all that stuff happening so quickly and getting it in before the end of the year and before the big holiday rush. And it's just another thing for to spread the people out during the holidays. Well, that's going to wrap up our yeah. 2022 recap. Thank you guys for joining us this year. It's been a jam-packed year. We have grown so much and we are just going to be continuing to grow. We are so excited for all the things coming in 2023. Uh, make sure that you tune in next week as we talk about all the things that we're excited to see and expect to see in 2023. And uh, is there anything else you want to add before we let our people go? I don't think so. Just head to patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers and hit that subscribe button uh, for as little as $3 a month. You can help support our venture again, less than a regular cup of coffee at Wawa, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, wherever you get your coffee, $3 a month is way cheaper than your coffee budget. So, And you can help support a really good cause and help us um, continue to grow and, um, and thrive. Yeah, and we're going to be bringing you all sorts of new benefits for being a Patreon. We're going to be working very hard to bring you all of our best content, whether it be on YouTube, TikTok, right here on our show. So make sure you're following us anywhere uh, you like to consume your theme park and magic. But we are going to go ahead and let you guys go. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you guys have a happy holidays. Please stay safe, take care of each other, and we will see you next year in 2023. Thanks for listening to a couple of Park Hoppers podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Park Hoppers Show. Visit youtube.com slash a couple of park hoppers and subscribe to our channel for theme park videos, live streams, and more. And don't miss out on your chance to play your part in the magic by visiting patreon.com slash a couple of park hoppers. Until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you around, around the parks. parks.